Hello guys, this is Make It Count. I'm Elinka, your host, and what's up? So I've been listening to some music. <laughs> what's new there? And yeah, I've been going through the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, even the 90s, and there's a question that begs an answer that has been sitting with me for a while and I just have to put it out there. What if the flower power movement, what if the um, wonderful years of Woodstock and uh, whole music that was created and art and the boom or the bang or whatever, what if it was their attempt at awakening and I say attempt because well as you know it things didn't go very well for some of the greatest
Of course, we have to praise them for their valiant effort to open up to the idea of brotherhood of men. It had been a long time since people have thought of that concept. So here we go. We have songs about brotherhood of men instead of fighting against each other humans started fighting for themselves and they joined forces so even brothers in arms you know can be thought of as brothers and sisters united in order to make something beautiful, something precious, something lasting out of their human experience. And they should be praised for that. And the creativity, the works of art that boomed around that time are spectacular. And we are still listening to that music, by the way. And even those who... <laughs> are millennials and have no clue what is going on. At some point, they wake up to these ancient bands <laughs> between the brackets that sound so good. And <laughs> they ask their parents, Oh, Mom, Dad, do you know that ancient band that sings this and that song? And the parents are appalled because, Hello, that ancient band used to... Well, used to be rocking in full swing actually when they were at their age or older and they are not that ancient some of the bands are still alive today so <sighs> young people nowadays <laughs> Well, I refuse to feel old or to think that I am old. And I'm sure that my brothers and sisters who are past their 30s, past their 40s, even past their 50s, don't feel old at all. And that's because they got some juice out of that period. It was good juice, whatever it was. So here we are caught in between the golden age of juicing and cleansing, or not, and the golden age of smoking hot artistry, smoking hot beauty and liberation, and wow, what an amazing trip that was. And I mean, even if you're going through um, your music collection or your parents' music collection, I'm sure you can find some <sighs> amazing art, amazing.
What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I will try not to sing out of key. Oh, baby, how
So back to the subject, back to my point. What if these beautiful people that were dancing half naked on the plains, on the fields, gathering and singing along to the bands, or in fact, well, the parents of this round of awakening, because I'm sure that we are not, you know, the first to have tried to rise up and join forces and find togetherness where there was despair and separation and complete chaos. And why didn't it work? Well, it didn't work because, well, I think that one major thing that botched the whole situation that they had going there were the drugs. Drugs and the alcohol. And guys, you know it, when you get smashed and you lose your sense of direction, you can create some banging stuff, but at the same time, what happens to your body? What happens to your brain? What happens to the people around you that instead of joining forces with, you are completely destroying mentally, emotionally, and so on? Because there was some abuse there on a deep level, not only the abuse of all some kind of illegal stuff, but also the abuse as in emotional abuse. Well, that flower power movement, that beautiful Woodstock years, those beautiful Woodstock years and that, that beautiful period just disappeared into thin air. Thank God that we have footage out of that period and we also have great music to have been the witness of what was and disappeared in, in a flash. And it's kind of sad because we lost a lot of people to... The whole mesmerizing idea that we are free and we are doing this and that and hey, hey, we're doing this and oh, come on, join us. And everybody was so mesmerized with tapping into a high that was not natural, that could have been natural, that nowadays we can have it in a very natural way. But back then, it was full steam ahead. And unfortunately, the ones that were most affected by this situation were exactly the ones who were giving us the most. So they burned the candle at both ends. And we lost some Jimi Hendrix guys. We lost some Janis Joplin we lost, oh, wow, how many people, just to name two of them, we just 
lost them. One day they were there creating that awesome stuff that is still listened to nowadays as well, decades afterwards. And the next day, poof, the world was poorer with one less genius, one less amazing creator. So I think that we owe them for everything that they brought us. We owe them a little bit of recognition and remembrance because, oh boy, they were great. They were amazing and I'm so deeply sorry that they had to go so young. And I keep wondering as well, why was their soul mission so short? Maybe when you bring passion into whatever you do and you consume yourself so much, so deeply with whatever you're doing and everything that you are doing in order to be able to create that quantity and that intensity of, of art. I guess you burn the candle much sooner than some guy that is watching the sports channel. Hmm. We learned a lot of things from that experience, or at least we should learn a lot of things about that experience. And admit that we are still in the process of solving the issues that were pointed out by our fellows light workers from that era. One thing that I hope that we've learned is that we can be high on life without being high on any kind of substances. We really can. With our tribe, with our art, with our creations, with our meditation, our muses as well, we can get high on life instead of getting high on any kind of addictions. And that's 100% natural. So they taught us that we could aspire to being high on life. Even if they came about the wrong way, there was a signal there that, hey, you know what? We can be all that and more. So thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for um, 
opening our eyes to the possibility that we could actually be more than what we could see. We could be so much more than all those wars and all the world drama that was just on pause, I guess, at that time. Yeah.
So the next question is, is the world still in a cold war? And do we have any signs that this is about to end soon? Sooner rather than later? Because people back then were hoping that this shift would eventually end and everybody will be happy again and minding their own business. And that's funny because the Americans started this movement and the Americans started the new awakening movement as well in a way because a large portion of the population that is out of the closet as awakened light workers they still come from the United States a country where wars haven't happened for a long time maybe their break from internal wars has given them pause and maybe the internal wars that are covered by the media as being nothing but violence whatever do you mean nothing but violence violence is violence cruelty is cruelty sacrifice is sacrifice no matter where you are if people are dying that means that things are not going well but they don't label it as people like to label things as a war because that would be some kind of civil war going you know under the radar for the most part and that would be crazy right who would want to think of that no one that's who but hey let's go outside of the American borderlines for a second because whether we want it or not this world is not comprised of the US territory or the American people there is so much more out there and what is fascinating is that there are a lot of people from the United States that before the internet era when everybody had access to Facebook they had no clue of what was going on outside they were just bubbled up in an amazing apparently amazing society that stopped warring a long time ago stopped fighting and then well the news started putting out there all kinds of interesting events that could not be hidden anymore like the fact that the Middle East is very hot and the American troops are still out there and that the Russians as well are somewhere around there and then the Chinese and then these and those and nowadays hey we have Latin America that is boiling up it's either because of the drug situation 
the human trafficking situation or um, the political situation that is fueled, alimented um, by other supporters that just like to do it. They just like to stir trouble and get their money or get their hands on whatever is available and still interesting in that country before it expires. Well, this is not something that should be a secret to anybody because we have history books, guys. We have internet, we have uh, libraries, we have multimedia. So things are boiling up to the surface. It's like we have poured some peroxide on an open wound and now it's fizzling to the surface to get the pus out. And what happens is that both the American side and the others, because that's that has always been a thing, even if people don't want to admit it. Both of the sides are realizing that the other one is not exactly how it appeared, how they were told it was, or what was happening on the other side is far, far away from being what the collective consciousness had been fed with as information. And now they're waking up to a new reality. Oh my God! I had no clue! Well, of course you had no clue, because while you were busy um, living in your suburb, with your 2.5 children and your minivan and having a nice cozy job. The others from the other side of the town were in misery, fighting, fighting guns, fighting illnesses, fighting addictions, fighting the system, fighting themselves, fighting each other. There's a whole reality that was somewhere outside of your realm and now another thing comes in wait a second but those europeans are living completely differently than we ever thought oh my god what have we been missing well a few years of school because your educational system had been diluted to such an extent that when you got out of high school, you were just prepared for the inner realities of your country and not the greater world. And at the same time, most people didn't have the money to go to college because that's another beef <laughs> I have with the American system is that Guys, let the kids study. Let them go to school. If they want to study, let them try it. Let them mingle and socialize. Let them read books. Let them pass exams. Let, let them get a, a diploma and 
do something with it. Don't bankrupt their families in order to give them an education. Because, hey, on the other side of the pond, in a civilized society like yours, we're not talking about the third world countries where the situation is much grimmer than anywhere else, anybody else's situation, really. But on the other side of the pond, you can actually go to school without paying um, a hand, a leg, your mother and your cousin in order to, to attend university. And nobody is left behind. Everybody gets in and all the ones who have the, the brains for the education that they're providing also get out with a diploma. The others just take the highway and find other ways to um, find meaning in life and find purpose in jobs and uh, trades that are actually something that they like and prefer. But you have the possibility to go to school. Nobody says, hey, I'm not going to pay for your education. Well, F you, I'm going to go on my own because I can. So if you cannot go to the university or to the uni as our British friends call it, well then, you may want to think and reconsider that and buy a plane ticket and go to school across the pond where you can actually get an education. And even if it's not validated by the United States, at least you get the knowledge and you can prove yourself by saying, hey, I have a European diploma, I have the knowledge. I have the know-how, give me a try. And soon enough, people will start realizing that they don't have enough human resources within the United States. And instead of bringing people from Pakistan and India and uh, China and Japan and wherever, wherever, for brain drain because they are draining their countries of brains in order to import them in the United States. Maybe you should, you know, encourage your own brain resources within your country so that their countries could benefit from their knowledge and their know-how and, you know, maybe get prosperity shifting towards them as well. I don't know, that's just a thought, an idea. Maybe it's not the case. Maybe I'm, um, I have a skewed perspective on things. But what if I don't? What if you gave people a chance to show what they're worth? Because they are worth a lot more than you're giving them them credit for that's for sure give those children a future give them the opportunity of expanding their horizons 
give them an opportunity to know more of what is out there than just what they can see at the tip of the nose distance. Because there are a lot of young people, and when I say young people, I'm saying it in the broadest, broadest way possible, because we're talking from teenagers to middle adults, really, that haven't had the chance, the opportunity to open their eyes and have a glimpse of what is beyond the fence, what is beyond the pond, what is out there anywhere. And they're starting to feel frustrated with the situation that is right there in front of their nose, but they have no clue that they can actually get out. They can go see, they can go learn, they can come back and change things, or they can at least change things for themselves and send a memo back to other people that, hey, you know what? I did this and this and this in my country, and then I went to visit, and then I stayed there and there and there, and guess what? I learned something more, and what if we started exchanging that knowledge? What if we started creating things that we were told that they're impossible because we didn't know better, and now that we know, hmm, so many possibilities, so many opportunities, so many chances to change, shift, expand. It's also, you know, about expanding consciousness. And when we talk about expanding consciousness, it's not just meditating and opening up to ourselves, our inner life, but also expanding our consciousness towards the exterior, to whatever is out there more at the left and more at the right and suddenly we don't have just the horse view of the situation just in front of of it but also enlarged and in a matter of i don't know it depends on how fast you move but a short period of time you will start seeing 360 degrees. And oh boy, that will knock you on your behind. Because there's more to life than this. Whatever this is, your reality. Myself a car, I feel power as I fly. 
So basically what I'm trying to say is get the F out of your country and start start looking around. And if you cannot get the F out of your country right now in order to see what's out there, at least make some contacts, talk to some people who are somewhere else and see what's happening in their countries. Start being curious again because that curiosity that you used to have as children is still there within, but you have been told to shut up and just mind your own business. And um, soon enough, your business became so small that you can barely breathe. But hey, 
there's a good news. You are an adult. You are the essence of God incarnate here on earth. You are a free individual. You are a sovereign human being. And you can have whatever, whatever you want and whenever you want it. You just have to reach out and grab that thing with both hands and see where it's leading you towards. Because it is leading you to something bigger and brighter than whatever you have been experiencing so far. So reach out and touch faith. Good song, by the way. I never know where the conversations are going to lead us. And so I started with the flower power because, hey, shout out to my brother, Eddie Hinsley. Oh, great show, by the way. A few days ago, he had a beautiful, beautiful um, talk with us through Facebook. And he showed us some jewelry work of his that was amazing and he has more in store but hey he doesn't want to reveal how awesome he is just yet but we all know that he is so yeah eddie if you are hearing this shout out to you and kudos for all that you're doing and he had a wonderful inspiring playlist that brought me back to the eternal question about the flower power movement and their awakening and how their awakening has been kind of shut down. <sighs> and I feel disappointed about that because that would have led us to so much more light today. And we are working on it. Don't worry, guys. We are. But I'm so, so disappointed that those amazing human beings that used to do such a great work have left us so suddenly. I'm really pissed off at that. I know that maybe their soul mission had ended, maybe they had to jump out or they had to go out with a bang in order for us to remember them collectively and remember their work and find meaning in their art and in their lives. And I know that there is a reason to everything, but hey... I would have paid a ticket to go see Jimi Hendrix at 80, at 90, because I'm sure that if he would have still been alive, he would have rocked on until his dying days, until his natural dying days, that is. So, yeah, I'm pissed off at that. And there are so many artists that just go, they just go away like... Actors like Robin Williams. Dude, I'm very pissed off at that because why, why, why Robin Williams? I mean, there is no soul on this planet that didn't 
um, know Robin Williams and loved him instantly. So the fact that he's not here anymore, that still bothers me to no end because I really loved that guy. And I wish I could have met him in person, but still... Watch his movies, watch his movies, honor his life and praise him for everything that he has done for, for us and the collective consciousness because he brought us so much joy, so much high vibration and he's just a name and he's just a soul and he's just a human that we are remembering but still. People like him shouldn't go out like that. They should get to live forever and ever. And they kind of do. Because we will never forget him. But I still miss him. That's for sure. I still do. And that was divine timing. Because remembering Robin Williams at 11, 11 p.m. It's just crazy acknowledgement so i really acknowledge robin williams and all the fellow artists that have gone too soon and thank you for giving me a sign that you're still here in spirit because that just fills my heart with with hope with gladness takes away all my sadness. Is my troubles, that's what you do. Well, I had to take a break there because divine timing, right? So guys, Love your fellow human beings. Love them as much as, as hard as you can. Whoever is still alive out there and is creating beautiful things, just love them even more. Love them through their troubles. Love them through their shifts. Love them through their sorrows. Love them through their joys. Love them through their hysteria. Love them through their love. Love them through their brightness. Love them through everything because they are making this world such a more pleasant and such a brighter place. So locals and internationals likewise, just love them. Show them your love, show them your support, show up for them. Now, it doesn't matter if it's a garage band or if it's just a big top of the mountain. Love them equally, endlessly, infinitely. Because we really don't know when it's going to end and maybe some of them need that love just to hang on and go on a little more. So give them that unconditional love that we are all talking about. 
you would do the collective a great favor showing up giving support giving love and participating into that beautiful union that beautiful brotherhood of men that our flower power friends from the late 60s and the beginning of the 70s have tried so hard to reinforce and well did a pretty good job considering and here's another brother that I want you to um, be mindful of and support because he is our non-stop light warrior of Sology, Todd Medina. He has been doing a great job. And at the beginning, when I started listening to his lives, I didn't understand an iota of what they were saying because I just fell upon one life where they were talking about grids, energy grids, and about uh, all kind of things related to that, and I was just not there yet. And I said, whoa, this is way out of my league. So I kept him in mind, and I said, you know, I want to come back to this guy. I want to come back to his lives. I want to come back to his guests, because they look like they know what they're doing. Finally, somebody who does. And they look like they are shining from within, like, wow, a million lights. They were just so pumped, excited about being alive and co-creating and doing wonderful things. And I think that back then he was, if I'm not mistaken, in Sedona. I think that he was in Sedona. That's back a few months ago, last summer. Well, back then I had no clue what they were talking about. And then I came back because I finally understood, because I finally saw, because I finally heard, smelled and felt, sensed with all my senses, all kinds of things that they were talking about. And it took a relatively short time to catch up with the situation and even now I'm still mesmerized by some things that they are talking about because I'm still not there yet um, but for most part I enjoyed immensely when I'm not you know forcing myself to download all, all those information that um, all that information that they um, are giving to us so gracefully and so generously and so here's a shout out to uh, our superstar Todd Medina you have done a great job you are doing a great job you have sacrificed so many hours of sleep so many me 
time that you should have had with you, your family, your loved ones, and you have extended and expanded your arms, your family, and your love to include all of us, and we are so grateful for that. Thank you so, so very much, Todd Medina. And thank you to all of your guests that really have given us glimpses into their paths and what we should expect from our paths and you guys have given us hope that one day we will really be a brotherhood of men on a such a bigger scale than ever before and we are doing it right now we are doing it right now and it feels amazing so thank you namaste tot medina may god's blessing keep you always may your wishes all come true may you always do for others and let others May you build a ladder to the stars and climb on every rung. May you stay forever young. May you grow up to be righteous. May you grow up to be true. May you always know the truth and see the light surrounding you. May you always be courageous, stand upright and be
and talking about light warriors, light pacifists, light workers, light healers, light beings. Well, please, guys, if you ever encounter such a beautiful person that is also awakened because we are all light beings and we all have our divine mission here on earth but if you meet someone that is giving you a hand that is helping you in any way clear your energy heal from something just have the grace Please have the grace and give them not only the well-deserved thank you, but also give them feedback about how you are feeling, about your evolution, about what goes on with you. Give them feedback about how they managed to help you. Show them your support and encourage them by give them giving them feedback about their work because their work is not like any other they are playing not by the ear as some people do they're playing with the chords the strings of their hearts They are touching the invisible and bringing it to your reality, the visible, the sensible. And they are doing a good job and they are using a lot of energy, a lot of time, a lot of knowledge. And in order to arrive there, in order, in order to be able to assist you, they have been going through terrible times of darkness. And I think, no, I actually know that they deserve to be supported and encouraged to not ever give up because they are doing wonderful things. And yeah, Malaya, I'm talking about you, but I'm talking also about so many great, great, wonderful beings that are doing the same in honesty, in light, in love, in brotherhood and sisterhood, in divine timing and they are doing this absolutely selflessly and I think that you know they deserve to to receive some kind of acknowledgement even if well we don't care about acknowledgement well I do care about acknowledgement and I do care to acknowledge the people that that have touched me and yeah you Malayam if you're listening 
you have been one of those people. You have showed me the right to a wrong. And you gave me back my, my trust and my faith. When I thought that maybe I should slow down. Take a step back. Reconsider. And you taught me about divine timing. And everything else. So, thank you very much. So guys, if you need someone, you know who to call. Well, me, or Malaya, or our friends. Brothers and sisters who... um are there on the barricades at any given moment of the day and that are actually answering your calls whenever you call because that's your decision so one thing that you have to understand is that you don't ask for help and if you don't allow help to come if you don't receive the help that is offered to you, you are not only losing time, wasting your own time, but you're wasting other people's time as well. Time that could have been given to someone that actually allows. And if you don't allow the help to come, nothing will ever change because change comes from within. So that's one other thing that you may want to consider is that when you finally receive the help of someone authentic, someone real, you should not waste you should not waste that help because help like that doesn't come so easily. We are too few light workers, awakened light workers who know what to do in comparison to the ones that don't have their shift together and in comparison to the rest of the world that is still sleeping peacefully. So when you find someone like that and you discover that they are the real deal, grab them, thank them, embrace them and allow them to help you to the best of their abilities and to the greater good because that's what they will do. And if you find someone that doesn't do that, I'm sorry. I'm sorry because I know that there are such people and unfortunately they are part of the experience. But when you do find the right person, say Amen, Hallelujah, Aho and allow, receive.
Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Take these broken wings and learn to fly. All your life, you were only waiting for this moment to arise. Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Take these sunken eyes and learn to see. So by the way guys, if you want to support these podcasts, because hey, people have to eat, even if they are amazing, uh, you can find me on Facebook, on the page An Angel's Guide to Your Own Path. You can also look for Make It Count 888. Or on my official page, Ilinka Sandu. Or on my website, it's ilinkasanduinword.com. It's I-L-I-N-C-A-S-A-N-D-U.com. And there you can support and donate and be kind and loving. And there are many things to come, like artistic creations, like jewelry, like all kinds of readings. And just look and you shall find. Thank you guys for your support. That means a lot. And if you want to leave a message, please do. It is always welcome. So one other thing that will be going on in the next couple of weeks is an auction 
for a good cause. And I know that you may want to be kept informed about that. So please show up. Please participate. And you are all very, very welcome to join. feel that we finally received a little time to assimilate whatever information we have downloaded from the past shifts and boy that was intense ever since the beginning of the new year we have had a lot a lot of things to think about things that came out to the surface traumas that have been healed, planetary movements that were intense, a lot of energy pain, a lot of body pain, a lot of downtime because we were forced to rest against our will. And people talk about free will. Well, let me tell you that when things like that happen, your will has to be into collaborating, cooperating with the universe because the universe is clearly telling us get moving or 
on the opposite side tells us to slow down and if we don't slow down it will make us slow down because the intensity is so high that there's nothing else to do but slow down and get our rest because information can be downloaded while awake while communicating with others while doing our thing but sometimes it is so much and so intense that we just have to lay down and meditate or sleep and yeah for some of us sleep has kind of eluded us for a while and when we finally managed to do that it was not so restful as one would think so after all this time of happenings we finally get a break I'm not sure how long it will last but let's enjoy it while it does because there's more to come I'm sure and we really need to put our ducks in a row for the next events that will unfold and I hope that you're listening to this because nobody is exempt from that. In a way or another, we all go through things. And we do it together at the same time because, hey, whether you acknowledge it or not, we are one. And when it comes to our relationship with the universe, we are definitely feeling that oneness in all our being at all levels of our being and there are things that unfold there are knots that are untied there are hidden things that have stayed for a long time in our subconscious that come to the surface and guess what they're not fun but even if they're not fun they are very very useful because once you get rid of all that baggage you can move on lighter and with um, sprint uh, you move forward and it goes faster and faster and one day you find yourself doing things that you have never done before you never dreamt of doing before like creating stuff so if you had received some kind of inspiration, some kind of creative boost from the universe, grab it again with both hands and do something about it because you are definitely meant to use that creativity to either calm down or clean some things from your subconsciousness or create something for the future and that's amazing either way whatever you do with that creative boost know that it's going to help you on the long run do better things more things different things than ever before and it's a blessing even if if it feels at the time of the shift 
like it's a curse it's a blessing in disguise that's what it is and we have to be happy that this is happening at the divine time and that we are aware of that because many times before when we had the chance to let ourselves bloom we kind of ignored those opportunities well right here and right now I'm telling you that we cannot ignore them anymore and what happens is that once you allow yourself to be in the moment you discover that great things can happen and you don't have to suffer that much you really don't the suffering comes from the fact that you are opposing that wave to take you away you are blocking something you are refusing to let go of something that needs to go right now or better said yesterday so whenever you feel like there's something terribly wrong with you well it's not something feels wrong but it's not something feels like a pain in the behind but in fact it's a blessing in disguise that you have to really consider to sit down go within fully occupy your body fully be present and observe and you will see that something is definitely talking to you at a certain level spiritually physically mentally emotionally something is talking to you and is stating an obvious situation that you are now ready to face and move on from so let's enjoy this little time that we have to relax to create to add something new to the collective consciousness and when it's time to go back within to drag back some hidden information in order to clear it let's do that and when it's time for us to go within and see what we have to learn let's do that also and don't be so afraid it's not the end it's only the beginning think about that because most of the people are afraid that oh apocalypse this is the end of everything well it's not is just a clearing it's just the universe wiping the um, low vibrations and bringing in the new strong high vibes that others seek and others have sought for a long time by consuming all kinds of stuff that they were not supposed to consume because they didn't know how to answer that phone call.
but we know. We know how. We just pick up the phone and say, hey, universe, Roger, Roger that. That's it, folks, for today. Thank you so much for listening. I try to stay as faithful and loyal to the spirit of 1969 of Woodstock and all the songs but one have been present in the festival well if you enjoyed let me know your thoughts about uh, the music i for one appreciated even more some of the creations that came afterwards but those were great times and i'm very happy that there are still recordings of that time and of the live because the live show was something else so thank you for listening and until next time don't forget to make it count